Welcome back to episode 101. Wow, we're in triple digits. We are in triple mm-hmm. digits. Big now. numbers. Yeah. Big number. Uh, so Terry is still on a beach, so he will not be joining. I think he might be joining starting next week. <laughs> on a beach? <laughs> well, he missed the ending of Our Blues, it sounds like. But I guess mm-hmm. we can get his thoughts on why her next week, which will be interesting. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's fine because I actually don't think that he's been enjoying Our Blues as much as we have. I think that's true. I would have thought thousand, uh, not thousand moons, hundred moons would have sent him, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll ask sent him. him. <laughs> sent him where to the <laughs> to moons? To a pool of tears. <laughs> I see. Uh, it should be a short episode. I don't think we watched much. We're, you and I, Jenny, are watching Change Days, which mm-hmm. is the cringiest oh, reality goodness. TV show ever. Just because mm. everyone's so polite. Everyone's too nice, but then like, okay, so the whole premise of the show should frustrate a couple, but like everyone's kind of expected to be okay with everything so then when somebody is actually frustrated they seem kind of crazy i feel like but it's like totally understandable it's it's a wild show but it's just so cringy and i feel like everyone's just there for the drama you know Mm -hmm. i just feel like when you watch the american reality tv shows like people get upset and they scream and they fight and stuff they have like reactions that are like normal Mm -hmm. but with this one everyone's just so quiet and like hurting on the inside yeah there was like this cutaway scene of this girl who's like crying and like this a scene was just like outside like the door and she's just sobbing in it and i'm like this is sad dude like i don't want to watch this anymore i think they also like went straight into it too aggressively because episode mm. one they're already dropping each other off with the other partners and yes, stuff. yes there was no like mingling time but i feel like andy you should start it because i feel like you like this type of stuff no i don't really like it that much actually i don't like these trashy <laughs> reality shows that much. i don't think you what? guys got it like mixed up it's i like the more wholesome ones you don't think it's t- too like similar to um um future diaries, future diaries? It, it's it's kind of like little, that vibe a little bit a little bit I don't know. But they have to swap partners. That's not wholesome. I guess. But you think that Future Diaries is wholesome, though? Yeah, I think I think Future Diaries is pretty wholesome. Mm, interesting. Okay. Well, this new season, there's Terry said there's three people, yeah, but I don't three. even think Andy's... Are you watching that one, Andy? Uh, No, I haven't watched it up to date. I think Terry might be, but yeah, I haven't watched that one yet either. Okay. Andy is a very wholesome person. Yes, one partner. <laughs> uh, what are no, you watching? Just like, I think they're just completely different genres. You know, it's like comparing yeah, like yeah, yeah. Love Island with like some other very wholesome, like like Terrace Houses get relatively wholesome. It's like yeah, like they're just opposite ends of the spectrum that you can't really like put them together. Fair yeah, enough. I could see that. What are you watching? Uh, I only just watched that new. Uh, everyone's watching this new anime yes. called the uh, Spy Family. Spy X Family. On, yeah. Yeah, I think it's only on Hulu, right? It's on Hulu and Crunchyroll, but I think you have to be oh, a premium like membership to watch the, most of the episodes on Crunchyroll. But I, I don't know what the membership situation is for Hulu, though. Mm-hmm. But it's so yeah. good. I love it's, it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good so far. It's very entertaining. Yeah. So one of our friends recommended it to me, and she framed it like, so this is like a anime that's kind of like a K-drama. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I started watching it, and I was like, I don't really know where the K-drama side is coming in, um, but it's really fun. It's like a spy who has to like form a family for a mission and like, I don't know, they just get into a bunch of shenanigans because like all the people he chose for his family just have like crazy powers and I don't know. I love it. Are you caught up right now? 
I think I only watched about nine episodes total, eight episodes total, mm. something like that. Did you? So I don't know how many are out so far. That might be all there is. Did you watch the dodgeball game? That was the latest one I saw. Uh no. Okay, maybe not then. But anyways, it's fun. <laughs> I'm glad mm-hmm. you started it. Did you watch anything else, Andy? That's mostly it for me. So Can I b- plug oh, the okay. Chinese show that I saw on Disney Plus? So we were just so we've been watching like Obi Wan the show on a Disney Plus, and like afterwards we were just like scrolling through, and we're like, oh, what other stuff is on here? And we came across this like Chinese drama. It's called um, let me see the name. It's called Delish- Delicacies Di- Destiny. God, I just what? butchered that. Delicacies Destiny. Um, I don't know. It's <laughs> Anyways, it's really fun. It's about this, like, girl who's, like, a really good chef, and she's, like, cooking for this prince who, like, hates all food and just, like, doesn't want to eat anything. But it's really fun that they go through, like, all the really famous Chinese dishes, and I was, like, my mm. mouth was, like, watering. Actually, Andy, you might enjoy it, because, like, the first ep- two episodes gave me, like, kind of Mr. Queen vibes, but, like, without the time travel and all that, but it's, like, oh, the... So it's a little goofy. Yeah, it's super, super goofy, and, like, it's really funny, and, I don't know, the food is all, like, Chinese food this time around, which, like, I feel like I've eaten a lot of growing up, so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty fun. It's on Disney+. Plus. Mm, nice, nice, yeah. nice. So, before we get into the reviews for this week, I figure we should probably announce the results. Or not the results, but the actual the baby, baby faces to who they are. <laughs> so, I was pretty shocked because no one got it right except for one person. And I think they're, it was on Discord. I think their username is Yan Yan Pork Bun, uh, which is a great name. But if I, I actually remember, love her whole profile. It's great. Anyways, continue. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember the pictures correctly, I think the first person was Terry. Yes. And I thought everyone would get this right away because if you look at what the baby's holding, it's a microphone. Yeah. And we always joke that Terry has tore Jeju singing. <laughs> and so I thought that would be pretty obvious. Second photo, <laughs> it's pretty obvious, it's Jenny. But surprisingly, a lot of people were thinking that we were trying to like trick Throw them. curveball, yeah. And like, that it wasn't Jenny, but that is Jenny third picture is andy now the funny thing is i think everyone thought that the third picture was terry and it's kind of messed up because we always joke about how terry's old yeah and i think andy's photo looked the oldest Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. i think maybe that's why they chose i think so uh, terry is that one (laughs) and then last one is me yeah and I remember when Terry was doing the order, he put me first. And I specifically messaged him. I was like, don't put me first because I think everyone is going to just automatically do Brandon Jenny. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. most people did. Everyone thought I was the first one. Yeah. Mm. But So I am now last. you have to release all of your photos with all the uh, Korean celebrities because you did hype up how you have a lot of celebrity photos um, as a child. So. I have some. I can put them on the Discord. Yeah, that mm. would be fun. Yeah. I think people want to check you, you know? Yeah, I want to see those too. <laughs> And you've seen all of them. It's from yeah, all of our group chats. That's where I got yeah, them from. True. But I can put some of those on there as well. But there you have it. Those are our baby photos. And someone said something really funny. They said now when they listen to us talk, they're only going to be imagining the babies speaking. Babies. I feel like that's fine. We say a lot of dumb things. So maybe we'll get a pass if they imagine us as children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are children, actually. Yeah. Are. We are a grown adult babies. Those are actually just current photos. <laughs> yeah. But the long-awaited Our Blues finale is up go ahead andy cheers yep the finale of our blues the we we knew from the start that this was going to be the finale of start from the get-go it was basically the whole story is between seller of goods slash front man we still we still have not given him the definitive name we just gave him two names i guess <laughs> uh, it's been 20 episodes doing this but 
him and his uh, mom basically go on this trip together to kind of just rekindle and or not necessarily rekindle but like figure out what the relationship between the two of them are um and so it, I, I feel like we can break this down to like three parts the first part we can uh first talk about actually let's talk about boat captain and flirt because that's mm-hmm. what happened in episode 19 is when boat captain brings flirt to go see her parents and they go and like introduce them like this is my girlfriend but she's very concerned that they wouldn't uh take her in because her parents she's an orphan and i feel like that was a really awkward and very interesting dynamic why they chose to do that scene yeah. like the mom and dad just ignored her straight from the get-go and then it went straight to like oh here have all the food in the world i, I think i understood from her perspective flirt why she would be kind of awkward just because in korean culture there's a term called like nunchi mm-hmm. and uh it, it's a tough word to explain but basically we see a flashback of flirt earlier on when they were doing her segment where she has to live from like family to family because i think they were orphans mm-hmm. and you know with how her sister would act up there's that dinner table scene where the the, the adopted parents or whatever are, like complaining mm-hmm. and it just causes a lot of stress for her and i think those are like some triggers yeah so for, they recreated like a dinner scene with for her when she's older yeah but i'm with you andy i don't get why they had to make um kimubin's parents so like ominous in the yeah, beginning. yeah. No, and also like the first thing Brandon said when that scene happened was he was like, why is the dad laying down when the son's girlfriend just walked into the house? Like, that's so weird. You should at mm-hmm. least be like, oh, hey, get up and like greet her. You I know? don't know. Like, Maybe it's a Jeju thing. We have they, cultures I, I, I feel like they could explain that a little bit. They wanted to keep it a mystery. You know, it's like, oh, they you know, maybe she doesn't actually like him and they're going to flip the switch and have that emotional like filming moment. But I feel like they could have done it a different way where like, oh, they actually had a fight right beforehand. Like the mom and dad, it's not on, it's not because they're not mad at you. They're just sulking at each other or something or like, you know, so, some other like yeah, exterior yeah. motive to explain that. But For even sure. then I would be like, let's say they did do that. I'd be like, what was the point? Like, Yeah. yeah. I felt like that was just a kind of unnecessary. I would have just yeah. been happier if they were just like, oh, hey, yeah, welcome. And just like, mm-hmm. it was just a normal interaction. But It's like just to keep us guessing but for no reason yeah. Yeah. but keep overall the they're fine they're gonna yeah. last mm-hmm. they're right? good they're happy mm-hmm. and so the other part two would basically just be um, Captain going to or seller of goods going to the hospital visit Mansu and then going and seeing the stepdad's memorial basically I guess it kind of closed some doors on why the bullies kind of like bullied him they, they basically they, the reason why was just like oh we were young um, we were kids we all had we all grew up like in a rough shape yeah, and that that was that. I guess they didn't really have a reason for it. I got that what you just said from the younger of the two. Uh, he's the one that like put some meat in the truck, and he was kind of sympathetic. You know, he was like, "It's one of those like boys will be boys type of things." I guess was his mm-hmm. justification. I but guess, the yeah. older brother was just like, I don't know. He was a bit. He no, was an yeah. asshole for me. He was just very like rude about the whole thing. He blamed. Um, seller goods for everything bad that happened in his family. I feel like he just couldn't face the fact that he was the reason his family did really terribly. Um, but the best part of those scenes for me was honestly the fact, or really for the oldest brother and um, Brettman and the mom, when the mom yelled at that eldest brother and was like, basically keep my son's name out your mouth you know like you don't deserve to like talk shit about him like you're the reason everything went bad like don't blame him that felt really refreshing and like for the longest time i just didn't really know how to feel about the mom but like the moment she said that i was like oh so she knows and like honestly that was the best part like for the brothers i feel like whatever i don't need to like them i don't need to you know 
feel like they're better people. It's just, it is what they is, and they are just kind of mad people. Mm-hmm. Um, but that scene with the mom was like ugh, icing on the cake. I was yeah. just happy that she finally stood up for both herself and kind of spoke about what she had to do where mm-hmm. she was taking care of the mom for like 10 years and yeah. changing like her bedpans and stuff and took care of those two boys like they were her own. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also kind of defended Lee Byung-hun finally. Yeah. She wasn't just kind of just sulking and staring off into the distance. Yeah, <laughs> like no, she I finally screamed at I was like, yes, you have a voice. <laughs> I felt like I had a weight lifted off my chest. It was really great. Yeah, I think going into this, we were all on like, you know, sell our goods for man's side is like, why? Okay, what, what's going on here? Why Why am I even visiting the stepman, like my stepfather's memorial? Why am I doing all these things? And the minute he like walks in and stuff like that, why is the aunt even still doing that? Like, it's a memorial. Why is she even still like doing all the rites and everything? I feel like that was maybe that it's just like the, the ceremony and the procedure. You just got to do what you got to do kind of a thing. And you move on it like back in the times. Even when things are rough, you still just, they have to be done, even though, like, the relationship is not good. Well, I don't think that the mom necessarily had a terrible relationship with the sons or the stepdad. I mean, she basically took care of them, but, I mean, I guess we're kind of... But, like, the the stepsons, they never called her. They didn't even tell her they moved and everything. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. like, they were not even good stepsons. Like, why does she even care to, like, interact with them and give them all these gifts and stuff i feel like she's just doing it just because like that was the way she was raised and she's just going with the procedure of like that's what has to be done i just gotta do it kind of a thing yeah i see what you're saying it's kind of like this is just what i gotta do so i'm just gonna go through the motions you know regardless of my emotions in there i could see that because i didn't like i didn't i don't know what the the her reasoning was she has no reason to go visit them and i couldn't think of any reason why she would well so i don't think she went there to see them per se i mean she was there because it was her ex-husband's funeral um Mm -hmm. what is funeral anniversary like a weird thing to say i I don't know (laughs) but you know from there it's like well then she can't just show up empty-handed and all that stuff so Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like she is trying to keep some sort of connection with them alive but yeah, what Andy said, you know, when she was at the uh, cafe later on in the last episode, she calls the oldest brother and he doesn't even answer. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like, that was the last thing we see of them. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I was like, wait, are they going to do anything more? Like, yeah. are they going to say? Oh, one thing they also did is none of them also apologized either. The mom, the stepbrothers, the stepbrothers, none of them said sorry. Yeah. And so, like, maybe it's just like that's their way of like, oh, this is the way it is. Like, you don't really say sorry, but you just move on with things. So I think that... I mean, for me, especially with the mom, like, I really wanted her to say sorry. But I think when, you know... To Lee Byung-hun. To Lee Byung-hun to sell her goods. But when he was pressing on her a lot about that, I think she basically said, like, who do I have to apologize for? You know, it's like, I am, like, a crazy person. Like, you know, and I think on one hand, it's kind of like she was... She lived a really tough life, right? And so, like, she was working at a restaurant from the age of like 13 and it was like one thing after another it's just her daughter dies her husband dies and she's just trying to survive and she's just like who am i to like apologize you know like i'm just trying my best and i think it's also like a mechanism for these people to live with themselves it's like if you feel like you've wronged somebody your entire life how do you move on from that right like if i'm the younger Mm. brother of this step family and i've just you know feel terrible about beating up this person you know and but you don't want to apologize to their face because you can't fight like there's just so many things like eventually you're just like whatever i'm not gonna feel apologetic anymore i'm just gonna move on like i think it's a way to survive in a way you know 
Well, mm-hmm. I was very happy because last week, you know, we kind of were, were throwing around some ideas as to why she was such, um, or she was the type of mom that she was. But I was very happy when they didn't cut any cor- corners or like make up some sort of excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, it was straight up like she can't even like read or write. Yeah. Um, she, you know, she, her backstory was like, I thought if I just gave you three meals a day and mm-hmm. I sent you to school, I was doing my job yeah. as a mom. For sure. And, you know, there are very different types of moms. Some mm-hmm. moms will even do less than that. Yeah. So in her head, she was checking all the boxes of the things that she needs to do. Yeah. And as Jenny said, you know, she lived a very rough life. My yeah. mom mentioned something, too, because I was talking to her about this. Like, it, she... The whole thing about her being a Jeju native or living in Jeju uh, for most of her life yeah. and never even being to Hanlesan or when you ask her what her two favorite meals are, it's just jajangmyeon and tenjangjigae because yeah. that's just the what... The simplest meals. Her ex-husband, the one, uh, Lee Byung-un's father, uh, used yeah. to just buy for her. Like, she's a very simple person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and so like, what more can you ask of her, Yeah, for sure. And like for her, it's like, what has anyone done for me? For me to apologize to other people? You know, mm-hmm. it's like I worked my ass off. I found this man and like, you know, I think um, frontman asked her like, oh, what has he did? What did he do for you? She's like, oh, he just bought me food. And even he was like, that's it. Like, that's not even he just and bought she you lived like a pretty, you know, rough life. Yeah. As well. So I, I agree with Brandon where it's like at first mm-hmm. we were saying, oh, we wish that there was a big reasoning for her to behave this way. But like the explanation they gave was like, there's no reason. This is just a tough woman who lived a tough life and this is her reaction and she thought she did her best so she doesn't feel you know like she wronged anyone I mean she owned it and she yeah. literally was like dude like don't even hold a funeral for me I don't yeah. deserve it and stuff yeah. but I thought that was actually a very refreshing way to think about it yeah, and sure. I, I kind of liked how they wrapped that up yeah, yeah they didn't even show they didn't even do a funeral Mm-mm. they didn't film one either yeah. right yeah I mean that's so life was, mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I agree with you guys too, and I I think like when he they basically like rekindled and bonded and their stuff like that. But I feel like why couldn't this conversation have between him and the mom like twenty years ago? Like why did it have to happen a month before her death? Agreed. Like they could they could have just talked this out. Like this yeah. could have just been, you know, dealt with a long time ago. I don't want to like simplify oversimplify it like that. You know, the trauma that someone feels they have. Mm-hmm their reasons for keeping their distance i actually think of it as even though yes she has cancer and she dies in the end i'm actually still very happy for Lee byung character that mm-hmm. he even still got to do this chance because mm-hmm. he actually says you know what i'm not gonna take her i'm gonna live to regret it yeah um, and i'm mm-hmm. okay with that but from me thinking as if that character was a real person i'm happy that he was able to do this so mm-hmm. it's better late than never you yeah, know for sure i don't want to sure. think about oh one conversation could have solved other issues you know yeah yeah at least it happened in the end for them that's true and i mean like somebody dying is a good reason to at least see and talk to them again right so i guess that's the reasoning i i agree with you andy like from a k-drama sense it does frustrate me when it's like oh this only happened because she got a terminal illness but like you know there was just it it happens like that in real life too you know people like you find out that your your uncle or your cousin's about to have to die from cancer or something and yeah. then and like oh shoot we should like catch up or something it happens sure. to all of us we all have mm-hmm. friends or people we could reach out to that we just kind of put off and yeah, then that's just like, oh, yeah, we'll life so i i thought it was okay um yeah i don't know i, I there's this thing in 
like asian culture where mm-hmm. like when you get older you need like a reason to live <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like mm-hmm. the way they filmed that last day for her uh, i mean yeah. she spent all day with mm. her her son they they saw the um the snow together mm-hmm. and he was like you know i'll come by in the morning can you make me ten and yeah. then she woke up fed the dogs and i was like damn she's gonna die yeah and mm-hmm. man that that scene where he goes in there and he has he finally has a smile on his face he's like excited to see his mom yeah. for the first and, time and she smiled for the first time when she saw shimina and the sun mm-hmm, and that house mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. she was happy and so that whole scene really i don't know yeah. made me feel some type of way wow. i thought it was filmed no. well now that you're talking about it, it gives me even more shudders shivers <laughs> dude when when ibyeongun pulls that uh, pillow out and he puts his arm there and yeah. then the dialogue over he was like I realized I never wanted to like fight with you or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to reconnect with you and hug mm-hmm. you like this. Yeah. You know, as Andy said, like this could have happened earlier, but mm-hmm. I say we all take this as a lesson, you know. Yeah. Got to hold people. Yeah, close. and also like knowing his character, he's like a, a sulky character too. Yeah. yeah. For me after he said that, I was like, "Oh yeah, he was basically sulking for like 20 years. He was just like didn't want to like a, like a little child, you know? Yeah. Well, I think both the son and the mom are just really stubborn, stubborn people, yeah. you know? Like, and I was telling Brandon this, like, because during, even during their whole, like, going out and stuff, like, that's just so mean to the mom at certain points. I'm like, God damn it. And the whole, like, Jajangmyeon scene where he, like, flips the bowls upside down. I was like, gosh, just, like, relax, you know? Um, <laughs> Jenny said there's fight and flight and Yibyeongin is constantly in fight. fight always fight. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much stress. But, you know, at the end of the day, I was saying, like, you know, he's not, like, a, a mean person. Like, he's not a... He's a kind person, but he's not, like, a nice person. And I feel like yeah. that just shows his character. And I feel like the mom is honestly in a similar way, you know? She's a kind woman. She loves her dogs and stuff. But, like, was she nice to, you know, sell her goods when he was younger? Like, not really. She slapped him across the face and told him not to call her mom, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. that's just, that's why they're mother and son. And, you know, that's just their end. Yeah, I feel like we're only talking about their um little segment just because it was the finale but i really thought that they ended that one well and then i was kind of looking at the last couple minutes and i was like how are they gonna wrap everything up but we do get um debt boy back yeah yeah. Uh, and i kind of thought that like little finale ending was cute we saw Mm -hmm. everyone Mm -hmm. and i don't know i felt really good about how they ended this i think another drama on our list that was liberation notes i don't know that one ended like very abruptly Mm -hmm. but this one i really thought they fleshed it out and i never felt like i needed more from anyone's story now that it's all said and done yeah agreed agreed i think um when i was first watching this drama i wasn't knowing that i didn't know the tone of it so like i was like oh you know that that guy's just done like we're not gonna see him again kind of thing but then as we kept going through all 20 episodes i was like ah perfectly tied up okay next one and then you know we kind of got the vibe a little bit and then the ending just seeing everyone's face you know the two high school kids have their kid now too just like everything is complete and like everyone's happy and finding happiness and i was thought that was really great and there was like a great little quote at the end too in the end scene you know it's good carry on (laughs) all in all this was a pretty good drama i do feel like they introduced characters earlier Mm. or like so for example the the brother and the deaf girl i wish they like kind of like (laughs) you know introduce these subtle characters or like you know like five episodes before a episode um something there's something they're going to talk about Mm -hmm. they would introduce some type of like subtle like interactions between the two small snippets before the actual episode happens yeah like monsu's character or something you know i can see that like 
some of the middle ones were kind of random, but mm-hmm. like I would say even the random ones, the, the first episode where it was introduced, I was kind of like, oh god, I don't really care. But then the second one always hits you, you know. Even with Mansu, I think we were like, oh yeah, like who is this random kid? Dude, thousand moons. Here? That was the best one. But yeah, the fucking moon scene really just ooh, threw us over. So. I, I think the the Unhi and her friend, I forgot the name, Um Joma's oh, yeah. character. That one was probably yeah. the dullest one for me. Yeah, agreed. I didn't relate. As yeah. much, to but their the uh, the two dads with the teen pregnancy oh, that one so definitely good. was a good one. I would put it pretty high, but I actually think I don't know. I have a soft spot when they when they do like little babies and like parents stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know the thousand moons, the two dads, and then the final one with Ebiyeon. Those definitely top top three for me. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I think I haven't cried so hard with the whole high schoolers, the dads, their whole relationship. Like, I cried a lot during those. I personally also didn't feel too great about uh, Shamina's storyline, too. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I think for me, I, I was kind that. of just frustrated. And then it kind of it tied up well, but I, you know, it didn't really hit me as hard as some of these other ones. It just felt a little bit random, too, at times. Yeah, I just, I didn't know where the resolution was heading. But yeah, for sure, you know, overall was good. Some ups and downs for sure. But um, yeah, definitely would recommend to people to watch. She was really just a character that was supposed to help Lee Byung-hun, I realized. Like, oh, I was not focused yeah. on her. Like, in the end, he just helps Lee Byung-hun. Like, he has a house now. Yeah, he has people true. to live for. Yeah, he has and friends. As long as the mom finally smiles seeing all of it. So, yeah. it's fine. So I don't know. I think we should probably rank it. It's gonna be tough just because this felt like like multiple K dramas oh, all put yeah. into one. But mm-hmm. our top five, uh, six, I'll just name: Our Beloved Summer, Twenty Five Twenty One, Business Proposal, Liberation Notes, All of Us Are Dead, Pachinko. Mm. Who wants I to guess go first? Lib Notes versus this, Brandon. You and I should debate this. Lib Notes botched the ending that was kind of weak for me i would have put lib notes higher mm-hmm. if they had a better ending mm-hmm. like it just felt undone to me mm-hmm. like i'm still waiting for the next couple episodes to come I see, out I see. but our blues i thought the ending was pretty good yeah it felt complete so i, I don't mind say that lib notes it. and uh our blues had a similar messaging kind of like you know the hardships of people's lives still finding happiness and moving on after like kind of that's the message I got from both K-dramas. But to I, different extents. Yes. I mean, Lib Notes, you just follow those three, and they don't really do much else at the end. I mean, sure, some change jobs and blah, blah, blah. That's but, true. I mean, Our Blues, they went through some shit there. I think the mm-hmm. acting for Our Blues, especially Ebon with, you know, Seller of Goods, his character in the last two episodes really just showcase how amazing of an actor he is. Like, he is able to control his facial muscles so well and then just video the video he took at the top of the mountain i like almost cried just watching his face and i was like whoa you know this is insane so like i feel like the acting levels just in our blues are superior in my opinion um just yeah i i just invoked a lot more emotion than lib notes for me our blues did so I mm. think we should put it higher than Lib Notes. So next one to debate is Business Proposal. And all three of us watched that one. So I don't know, Andy. We'll give you a shot. What do you think? Well, I'm not I'm not too sure too. I was that's was that's my main debate too, mm-hmm. above or below business proposal. And the main reason why I didn't like the business proposal is because of the ending. That's the main reason why I didn't oh, like yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. I forgot you didn't like and it that much. The going to yeah. US thing really bothered Andy. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> Especially I hated from last it. week yeah. when we that's, were talking that's about fair. it. That's fair. That's fair. 
And I'm well, I'm also hating the tw- ending for twenty five twenty one too. But mm-hmm. I think twenty five twenty one is better than our blues, just because our blues is a little bit depressing. It's like what Terry. I know Terry is going to emphasize that where he says it's a little bit depressing. You don't really want to turn it on and watch it. Um, mm. It's not happy. It's really hard to get through. If I can add something right here, I think if we were to like, let's say it's twenty twenty three, and mm-hmm. we rewatch twenty five twenty one, I feel like we would be okay with the ending. Because we know what to expect. Like I our think because are when we're so into the two main leads getting yeah. together at the yeah, end, yeah, and yeah. we're so in our heads about what the whole like U.S. thing and who's the dad. Maybe if we gave well, I mean, it some no, time, but that it'd be is better. a that that is a key theme point of the show, and what? they didn't showcase it. Oh, so no, no, everyone was frustrated about it. I'd still be frustrated about it. So maybe. Um, okay. Well, I still think our blues is under twenty five twenty one. If we're gonna compare mm-hmm. those two, so I guess compared to business proposal. I mean, I would recommend Our Blues, I think, over Business Proposal. I I feel like, in essence, there's better messaging. Business Proposal is, you know, a lot more fun, obviously. It's a lot more lively, kind of more, you know, webtoony graphic, more funny, that kind of thing. Um, but there's something about Our Blues. Like, when I hear the quando, 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 like, it hits mm-hmm. a different note the in OST my heart, The OST for, 20, uh, for uh, Our Blues is great. Yeah, just... I don't know. So I would put it above Biz Proposal. Are you guys okay with that? Yeah, I'm fine with that too. I think... So Business pro- business Proposal is the one I would actually recommend. Mm. Our Blues is the one I think is a probably a better show. Got you. Just because it's like it's shot better. Acting is great. Yeah. Everything... Uh, the themes are all more important to talk about. So many themes to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if it's a 20-upper, like... As opposed to Business Proposal, a 10-upper. Um, I mean, it, all in all, it's just done really well i think andy took the words right out of my mouth like on average if like anyone asked me for a k-drama rec i could probably recommend biz proposal like oh you you're just getting into it oh start there but depending on the person i was like oh you ready you ready to cry like you gotta turn on our blues (laughs) and you know i don't want to like downplay biz proposal it was a great drama i put it literally in my top three last week but you know, I mean, it's 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 similar to Secretary Kim. There are mm-hmm. others like it, yeah. But there is only one Our Blues, and I think we should reward yeah. originality yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Our I mean, Blues is so beautifully crafted by so many writers, producers, directors. Yeah, for like, sure. it's like a piece of art almost. You know, it's just so well done in that aspect. I would say Our Blues. The first episode of Our Blues, I think, is one of the. It's a really rough one to start with. I think you have to like start in episode two or three because <laughs> it doesn't introduce all the characters the right way, I feel like. Mm. It leaves a sour taste in your mouth after watching episode one, I think, for me. That's so funny because Jenny and I were just talking about that. We were saying that um, Dead Boy's story, if it was maybe in the middle or closer towards the end, it, we would have digested it better. Yeah. It was weird yeah. to have started with that one. And we were like, ooh, this is what we're doing? But the premise <laughs> of the drama, like whose would you have slotted in? You know, maybe maybe um, Unhee's and her friend issue. I was going to say the high school kids maybe. Were you going to start with that? But their love story and then the dad's. Oh, but you need Unhee's. No, no, no. I think they did it right because you need to understand Unhee's spot in this town. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think the Mansu story with Unhee really solidifies that because yeah. otherwise yeah. you're like, why is everyone caring about Unhee? Why is she in everyone's business? You just don't get it as much. But then after the first episode, you're like, oh, she is the rock of like this group. Then you kind of <laughs> get it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, okay. Our Blues above business proposal. Number three. Wow. Good job, team. I'm happy with it. Yep. Um, yep. Our Blues, 2521. Our Beloved Summer, 2521. Our Blues, Burp's Proposal, Liberation Notes. All of us are dead, left the top five. I'm kind of sad. 
<laughs> and then That's Pachinko. I already know when we re-rank at the end of the year, the one that I'm going to push up hella is Bad and Crazy. I think that Bad and Crazy needs some more. A little love. underrated, yeah. Fair but enough. we can uh, talk about it then. Okay, let's get into Why Her, episodes three and four. All right, let's do it. Cheers! So Why Her? A couple... I mean... Why Her is a very interesting show. There's a very strong love line and there's a very strong legal line. So I don't care about the legal line <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. All right, well, let's call Whether the- that deal goes through or not, <laughs> whether you set those files on fire, I'm here for the love line. Fair it's enough. Hilarious. Well, let's get the housekeeping out of the way. We'll talk about the legal stuff first and then we can talk a lot more about the love line. So. This two episodes, three, um, three and four, really focus on the girl who committed suicide in the first um, first episode, where it's like, who kind of did it, you know? And it goes through, originally, everyone thinks it's Boss Baby, she's the one that murdered her, there's video evidence, then it gets flung back to the sister, da 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 At the end of the day, I guess just to super simplify this, Group 8, which is Boss Baby's little little cuddle crew, digs all the stuff up, but eventually Boss Baby represents the little sister and gets the case reopened, and then they find out that the killer is actually just the, um, the assembly man or whatever that was accusing her. Mm-hmm. Such a simple thing. I was like, did nobody think it was him? Like, that was the first guy I thought it would be, <laughs> yeah. you know? I was like, of course it's the guy that she's suing. That would be the guy who killed her. Like, goddamn. But yeah. I think it highlights kind of this world where, like, everyone's in somebody else's pocket, you know? Like, you have the three main bad guys. You have the chairman of TK, you have the chairman of Hansu Corporation, and then you have Assemblyman Lee. And they kind of, like, they're kind of in each other's pockets, too, but they're, like, the three main baddies, and then everyone else is just playing into everyone else's hands. And, like, even between the three of them, you know, they're kind of playing each other. So Well, now there's the director at the, the school, too. Yes, he and then you like find out recently guy. that he's also kind of kind of shady which is a bummer because you know boss mm-hmm. baby really respected him so i don't know there's a lot of forces at play here i but... think it's funny just because i'm so used to watching like the korean dramas or movies where like the... and he's the, the the good guy the main good guy well no it's like the men that are all corrupt and stuff they're really smart and they're the big bad guys but for some reason in this show they're all kind of dumb and they do <laughs> not come close to boss baby she's yeah. running circles around for everyone sure. like, like yeah. Oh, even with the case, like she actually worked with the little sister to get it reopened. To yeah. I was like, God damn, you know, so she she's has... really just ruining all of them. Yeah. And it's kind of fun for that reason. I enjoy it because they seem dumb and like they are trying so hard, you know, and like like Brandon said, like in typical K-drama scenes, you know, like there was the the grill scene with the TK chairman and his son and they were like eating the meat and it was Dude, so the son is the worst one. He's, and he's so just dumb. so terrible, you know. <laughs> he's about to get beat. He gets beat every episode yeah, by his dad. Uh, so. But it is only four episodes so far and we don't know the main problem yet because we don't, the, there's always going to be a main problem that arises that's going to be um, it's going to be a problem that she can't be able to solve on her on her own, and it's going to be like that nail that's biting her that she can't get. Right. Well, I, I think they all the bad guys realize that they couldn't take her on, so they just opted for trying to just murder her. Apparently, yeah, at the very <laughs> yeah. end, someone's like, "We just got to end her." Well, I think maybe that was the person that was trying to steal her files, you know, because she like hid mm-hmm. all her files and isn't giving it back to anyone. Yeah. But I think the problem is the gonna be the love line because homegirl has nothing figured out in that aspect mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great so okay yeah so you guys think that she has no idea what, who, who he is 
That's I, the biggest freaking plot hole for me. Like his name yeah. is the same. What is happening? It's the same now. This is a big case. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. You're a lawyer. You can't I, recognize the same person. I want to believe that she knows who I he think is. He knows. I mean, or we have knows. to because can we get did. into the? I don't the, think she knows. You know, with the glass, the glass scene. Well, let's talk about that. So, like, they have a little bit of a tussle because you know, biker boy thinks she framed and the this sister. Going, this tussle's going on real fast too. I was like, whoa. Yeah, already. You, know, like you just met each other. Already problems, you know. But you know, he's like, oh, why did you frame her? But then you know, she drops a glass and it's outside of her room. Before and- the glass drops, he mm, leaves yes. the room. And then she drops the glass and he comes in in half a second. Mm-hmm. He had to have been just standing there with his ear yes. to the door waiting yes. for a reason yeah. to come for something. Back in. <laughs> and like, I wish Terry was on here because that's got to be a move, right? Because mm. Homeboy was like, oh, you got glass all over you. Like, here, take your shoes off, take your socks off, take your jacket off. Yeah. Get up onto this <laughs> take your table. Stockings he like, off. picks take her your up, shot. like, he moved in, puts her on the table. I was like, oh, that's a move. Yeah. I was like, He's just touching her? <laughs> yeah, straight up, right? Like, you take your blouse off and take everything off, and then she just kisses him. I know. I was like, what? Okay, so... All right, we're getting a little wild that, out here. Oh, yeah, so that was really... I don't know. That was this going a little too four. fast. Episode three. Episode three. Episode three. three. They yeah. did the hand-holding in the elevator first, yep. and then yep. now the kiss. And Andy, I remember a couple episodes ago, he was like... It's weird when like they kiss right away, cause then like what are you even gonna work towards towards the end? Yeah, they yeah. already hooking up in my mind. I I don't know, man, but that's why I think she knows who he is. Yeah, that's why. Because I think she knows, but like to save her reputation and his reputation to not make things messy in their you know world, I think she's acting like she doesn't. But her heart mm. heart wants what it wants, you know. <laughs> you know, he was a little close. He was picking her up, you know, doing all this stuff. She was like, I'm gonna kiss him, I guess. I would kiss him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did that to me. That's biker boy. <laughs> so I do think she knows who he is, and I think she just doesn't know what her heart is telling her because she's like, I don't have time for these emotions, you know. Well, she's like, if if anyone was like a cut to the chase type of person, it is her, mm-hmm. you know. But I think this is a good time to slot in this question to you and Andy. So everyone on our Discord who's watching this drama, they seem to have an issue about the teacher-student relationship. Mm. And I guess she is a law teacher, law school teacher, mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. is the student, and they've already kissed or done more. Is that an issue for you guys? I don't know. I, It's kind of weird, too, because, like, typically I feel like I don't have an issue if, like, you know, the younger person kind of has more power in the relationship. But in this one, she has all the power. Um, well, so she's also a teacher. She I think is a that's, teacher. I don't know if yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Not. Yeah, she's a teacher. She's uh, not just a teacher. She's a professor too. That's so, true. So yeah, I I, th- I think there's a little bit of a problem there, just because like she's kind of like she got authority on like the grades and everything too. Uh, ooh, okay. <laughs> oh, no, I don't care if he passes in the class or not. That's that's not what I'm no, worried about. No, but like you could interpret it like that. Oh sure, yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, he randomly gets the TK internship or whatever. I, I guess right. Well, he doesn't even want it apparently. So, like, if we're talking about age gap between a teacher and a student, they don't really have that much of an age gap. Yeah. So I'm not too concerned about that. I'm more years. concerned about the. Yeah, I'm more concerned about the legality. Oh, it's 10 years? It. Yeah, I saw a post on Instagram that says she's 37 and he's 27. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought it was going to be closer because, I don't know, in the flashback, I thought she was a kind of a bibi and she was just starting out and he was already yeah. kind of older. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because that one cop, she's really old. So it's not all like fresh 20s people. I, yeah, I have no idea. I just saw an Instagram post. So I don't know how accurate it is. 
10 uh, year age gap and she's a teacher I don't think it's ten. I feel like it would be. I feel like it's closer to five. Okay, let's, let's, just, let's, let's lie just say to it's five. <laughs> yeah, let's lie to you. Yeah, yeah. You know, five years. Five know? years isn't bad. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, I don't want that to be a problem though, because then I'm gonna get frustrated. And I'm gonna feel weird rooting for them. You know, like if it's like, oh, they get caught, and you know, the school now punishes her, and then he has to quit school and give up his dreams of being a lawyer. If that's how this goes, I'm gonna be like, God damn it, you know. Well, I yeah. think I said Bottom it last week yeah. when we were covering why her. I thought that, you know, the stuff in the school would kind of have like a time jump and now we'll get out of school. And so he wouldn't have been mm. a student. But then freaking episode three, the kiss happens. So I'm like, ah, fuck. Like yeah, that kind of goes out yeah, the window. Yeah. They, they already did it. So he so, is a student. I don't know. I, I'm i not focused on that as much right now. And also when it comes to him, she's not like super... Like, she knows what she's doing in terms of relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's a scene where she's drunk and <laughs> magically can hear his amplified voice across the in entire the pocha. Pocha. Um, But she's kind of embarrassed. She's, like, hiding and she's, like, cringing at herself or whatever she's doing. So I think it's kind of cute, you know? She's not acting like, oh, yeah, I kissed you. Now you have to, like, be my guy. You know, she's not, like, acting in a way that's making me icky about it. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it just sucks because Terry's not here. Because you know there is the glass move that he could pull, but also the other one that Biker Boy says. Because he's like, "How am I gonna go up, up against like a millionaire?" And he's like, "My heart is a trillionaire." Ooh, my, or my heart is worth that was a good trillion. one too. A lot of good moves. <laughs> yeah, but I guess a couple other people that we should chat about. I am loving the little prison crew restaurant. Um, so Biker Boy and his two prison, <laughs> prison playbook, playbook friends. Yeah. Guys. Mm. I their restaurant with the food. I was like, God damn, I want to go there. And like that whole relationship, I think is so wholesome and adorable. I absolutely love it. Um, but I guess in terms of the whole drama, another key player that's coming in is the SP Group's chairman, who is Hoshik from R Blues, Mr. Choi from Vincenzo, just fucking man of the year. He seems to be an ally for Boss Baby. So we'll see how that goes. That could be an interesting thing. Potential third wheel. Any any concerns there? I no. I thought the youngest son of DK's family would be a third wheel, mm. but he hasn't really been involved with their line yeah, yet. They're really true. focusing on Biker Boy for yeah. now. Or he's just so Oh, that that oh, not the not the CEO, guy. not the CEO, CEO yeah. guy, the youngest son, her, yeah, her other son, uh, student. Yeah, she's love line with two students of hers. <laughs> no, I don't think he'll get in there. If anything, he's gonna kind of help behind the scenes and protect, and maybe get hurt, and she'll help him. But like, I don't think it'll be like a love line situation. All right, you know what I'm predicting? I think that she, the the younger brother, they're gonna have a case and on on the chairman and near Ooh. the near the finale, they're the chairman in the case, and so the young, younger brother basically has to choose between you know friends or family. Ooh, basically, that's a good one. Oh, who, I mean, which, that's, who's gonna support? That's for sure gonna happen. Gonna, <laughs> Yeah, that's like that's that. the he's point of the drama. <laughs> he's gonna choose fam uh, friends, and then but he becomes a new CEO. Yeah. Or something. Mm, okay, that could be fun. Well, I, I think. Oh, go ahead. I think that makes sense because I don't at this point because we're we're talking about Boss Baby's motives. I don't think running TK is her motive nah. anymore. I don't know why. I think that. No, I don't mm. think so. I think she's starting to realize that they never treated her well, and like. I mean, the TK chairman doesn't really care about her, you know? Like, when he was talking to the, his son about her, he was like, I just need someone to be a scapegoat, and that's going to be her, you know? Like, I'll raise her up to basically bring her down if I need to. So, like, I think she's eventually going to it, realize it. She's putting things together, realizing, like, she has more enemies than she thinks. And honestly, I feel like by the end of the K-drama, she's going to take all of them down, you know? The whole three-baddie group, the director, 
um yeah whoever else stands for away i do hope sp guys uh sp ceo is a good guy though i'm sure he will be yeah all i gotta say is i don't know do you guys think you guys could live that type of lifestyle like she has to be like constantly looking over her shoulder she has so many enemies i would be so stressed out i'd be constantly bloated <laughs> like just what? so much stress you know <laughs> i don't know it's a tough I lose life to all live. my hair anything else no, I think that's it. Yeah, fun love line, interesting legal stuff. I don't know how much of the legal stuff I'm getting into. I think the next case has got to up their game a little bit. Um, I don't know. I just want to know if she knows yeah. him or not. That's all I... That's only... I'm going to keep watching that, until yeah. I figure that out. Yeah. And a- honestly, after I get the answer to that, I may <laughs> stop watching the drama. That's all I want to know, man. Yeah, I'm with Brandon's side too. I think nothing else is super like interesting to me the love line's going a little bit too quick for me Ooh. and then the the legal case i'm just like more of a eh, it's just there for now at the yeah. rate they're going they got to get married by like episode eight i don't know <laughs> and but, that's um, fine i think for me what's going for me in this drama is just how cool boss baby is she's i think badass. i just love seeing her you know five steps ahead of all of these guys who just don't know what they're doing like i really really enjoyed that and i think if that if she falls off that, I don't know how this drama will go. But so far, she's on her A game. So, so let's talk about um, content lineup or schedule coming up. So this is episode four. We should first mm-hmm. decide if we want to keep Why Her, and then let's talk about what we'll be picking up going forward. Yeah, well, I want to keep Why Her at least, and I do want to hear Terry's thoughts on it. So I think we should at least talk about it with him next week. Okay, that sounds good. Sure. Okay. And so what is the next official drama you think we'll pick up? Um, so the next one I think on our list is the Money Heist. Um, Money Heist Korea. I think it's like Joint Economic Area. It's a very long title. But that one is coming out end of June on Netflix. So we will probably pick that up. Um, but I don't have too many things down the pipeline. There's a couple interesting ones here and there. But I don't know if it's like a poacher crew pickup. So we might just be watching a lot of individual stuff for a little bit. Okay. Um, but yeah. Okay, so why her? And then we'll pick up Money Heist eventually. Sounds good. Socials? Yep, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Pocha Playlist. Check out our Ko-Fi Patreon for donations. And please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Awesome. Andy, sign us out. This is the Pocha Playlist, and we're out.